Just take a moment and pray. Father, thank you. Thank you that we're entering into the season of Lent, a most holy time, Lord. Father, we pray that uh, even now as we're pressing into who you are, search our hearts, Lord. And as you search our hearts, speak, because our desire is to know you more as we journey through this time. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Lent is probably one of or my most favorite season of the church um, for many reasons. One is I'm reminded of the rotten sinner that I am. Um, no, that's not the main reason. I already know that. It's reminding me of a time of pressing into a relationship with the Lord, but also to look forward to spring that's coming and summer and new life comes as we'll get to celebrate Easter and that celebration as we come together, that there's an expectancy that starts to stir within our hearts. And whether we approach Lent from all different aspects, something is turning, something is happening. It's leading to one of the most powerful things that ever happened in humanity, the witness of the resurrection of Christ. So it's Ash Wednesday, and there's something on everyone who's sitting here's mind right now. And the thing on every one of our minds right now is the big question. What are you giving up for Lent? That's the big question. And we start thinking about that and having conversations. And, uh, and, and though that's important and we need to reflect on that, that willingness to lay something down, there's something much more. And the Lord was speaking to me more today about 2 Corinthians than the gospel reading. And Lent tells us a story of who this guy Jesus is and that he was willing to go to a cross and die. That's what Lent's going to be about. It's going to tell us about this guy Jesus and what this guy Jesus did. It's going to remind us of that as we look through the different readings. Lent's a time that we are reminded of. It's time to be sacrificial for reconciliation and for a greater awareness of our relationship with God. Lent is a time that we're called to return to God. To acknowledge our shortcomings and to atone for our sins. In the 2 Corinthians today, we read in chapter 5, verse 20, it says, now then we are what, church? Ambassadors for Christ. As though God were pleading through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled, to God. Paul says we're ambassadors of Christ. What Paul's saying is that we are representatives on earth for Christ, that we're charged with presenting the message of God's plan of reconciliation to the world. And he goes on to tell the Corinthian church in verse 21, for he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. That we're brought into the righteousness of Christ as a result of God's justification. That Romans chapter 5 verse 1 tells us, Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. That Jesus, who was tempted in every way, knew no sin, but took on sin to be the substitute for actually what we deserve. Through Christ's death and resurrection, he became the righteousness of God. Lent 
is a reminder that we are to put on his righteousness. Lent is a reminder that we're to put on his character. And our lives are meant to be lived for him. Knowing this, we're called to this ministry of reconciliation. And when we begin to enter into a ministry of reconciliation, what happens is our heart begins to be open to the Lord in a way it wasn't open before. And if you're unable to go to that place of reconciliation, it means the heart is closed. And if the heart is closed, the heart gets, the, the heart gets hardened. And, 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 and it's something that pumps blood and, and, and it gives us our very life. And how do we know? Because when the heart stops, we're dead. And that, that we want that heart alive and we want him to rule in our heart. And the way that he opens our heart is through this ministry of reconciliation. A ministry first and most important, being reconciled to Christ. And secondly, being reconciled one to another. And as we open up our hearts, we lay down our lives. And as we lay down our lives, we rise with Christ. That's the process, that, that we open up our heart for who he is. And when we open that heart, we die. We lay down our lives. And we're reminded today of what that is, that, that we're called to die this good death as being a disciple of Christ. But as we die, as we lay down our lives for him, for who he is, we rise again with Christ. So Lent gives us this time to reflect on who Jesus is and what he's done for us and Really, it's a time for us to reflect, more importantly, is how can I be a better servant for him? How can I be a better servant to him and for him? And Paul said, we are Christ's ambassadors. And if, if that's so, and if that's true, and we're these ones who are called to represent who he is, we need to live this life out and take time in this life to draw closer to the Lord. I think one of the problems, and, 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 and I'm guilty of it probably uh, as much as anyone else, is even in our Christian walk, we don't leave margin in our lives for Jesus. That, that the goal is, how much can I possibly fit in a day? And often in that day, what we do is we give Jesus our leftovers. We get to a point where we try to fit him in our busy schedule. Doesn't that sound silly? Even as I was saying that, it sounds silly. You know, as I, Jesus, you know the schedule in front of me. You know how busy I am. Yeah, I'm sure you are. Can't imagine how busy you are, Jesus. What do you do all day? Sit on a throne? But yet we don't leave that margin. We don't leave room. And we're called to be Christ's ambassadors. And Lent is a time that we're coming to, 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 to draw closer to that relationship with who he is. So it means that we need to take time out of something to put more of who he is in our life. Lent, for me and for us, should be more about what we're adding to our lives. Not so much about what we're taking out. What are we adding in? Because when we add in who he is into our life, it strengthens our relationship with him. And that's our goal. As we add to who he is, he takes away. And the more we press into him, the more he can remove and burn off of us. As we pursue the Lord, our relationship with him grows. And as we grow, sin goes. That's the process. As we grow in that relationship with him, that he would cut away those places in our life. See, sanctification should be this natural process, not something you strive for. 
sanctification should be this. It's, it's how we get closer to the Lord. And the more that we press in and get closer in that relationship and discover the depths of his love for us, that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us, that, that we meet him in this place of love, that, that that love begins to press upon our lives in such a way it begins to cut out those things that are hindering us from that relationship that he desires to have with us. And it tears down barriers and walls that we put up and we allow the world to invade our walk with Christ. And it's a time that we say no to the world and we say yes to Jesus. We are Christ's ambassadors. We're called to live our lives in him. And as we live our lives in him, he lives through us. That's our goal. How do I get to know who this man who went to a cross took on my sins and died for me? How do I get to know him more? How do I get to celebrate more of who Jesus is in my life? I want us to remind ourselves that during the season of Lent, that's the theme, that we are Christ's ambassadors. Ask the question, what can we add to our lives that would better represent him to those we meet? How can I do that? What, what's the thing that I can add in? I said that, you know, when you, a plate can only hold so much, correct? You know, we have these big feasts at home or these times of the year and, and we add all the gluttony and all that food on and we get as high as we can stack it. We forget we can go for seconds and, and we fill up that plate. And when we fill up the plate, it can only hold so much. And then when you begin to add on top of that, parts begin to fall off, don't they? When we've overloaded the plate, it's, it's a natural law of effect that it'll fall off the plate because it can only hold so much. And I believe as we press in and we add on that relationship with who he is, that leaves room to press out and remove those things that hinder that relationship. Maybe part of joining or, or, or adding on is how do, I, how do I get myself more engaged in the life and the community that, I, that I'm in? How do I put more of who he is in my life? How do I add that in? Maybe I join a communities in Christ. Maybe I begin to pray about opening my home. Maybe I begin to pray about leading one, the way that I can add in. I've been hesitant because I've been too busy and I don't have time, but maybe that's it. Maybe, maybe I'm willing to become a Sunday minister and serve on a Sunday in one of the various ministries that we can serve. And maybe I join one of the ministries that are going regularly that will help me grow in that relationship with who he is. Maybe I set a goal that I'll add on that, Lord, I'm going to make a commitment over these next 40 days and I'm going to come to church every single Sunday no matter what. That that's going to be part of what I add on and make a commitment to. Maybe I leave room in my week or if I'm nearby, I could stop in and participate in the noonday Eucharist and, and, and come and meet with him there. And, and we all are going to ask that question, and how do I add on? How do I add on to my, my prayer and study each day of, of who he is? And how do I add on a way that I can serve those around me in my community, my friends, my neighbors? That's what it's about is more of Jesus and less of us. And to become more of that reflection of who he is. I want you to imagine something for a moment with me. And just close your eyes. And I just want you to imagine this. I want you to imagine for a moment 
that after you receive your ashes tonight and we're reminded and we hear what I will say, that you are dust and to dust you shall return. You'll be marked with those ashes on your forehead. And the mark of the cross, just imagine this, even though you washed it off, that mark of the cross will remain on your forehead for the next 40 days. That even though it was washed off, it's still there. And then we wake up tomorrow, what I want your prayer to be, or I want your reminder to be over these next 40 days, is what Paul said. I'm an ambassador for Christ. If we remind ourselves each morning of the position and responsibility Jesus gave us as his disciples, I promise you, you will draw close to the Lord. Scripture reminds us, draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Amen. Please stand.